I'm going to ask Multimedia to run through the lyrics of the hymn. I want to read it to your hearing. A lot of people sing absent-mindedly. It is not supposed to be so. We sing the word of God to God and to ourselves so that we can align with what God wants to do. Holy words long preserved. For our walk, triumphant walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart for us. Oh, let the, those ancient words impart into our lives. They're words of life and words of hope. Words of life and words of hope. They give us strength and help us to cope. In this world, wherever we roam or wherever we go, ancient words will guide us home. Ancient words ever true. Never changing word, but changing me and changing you. We have come, I hope, with open hearts so that the ancient word may impart into us. This morning as we remain standing, the word of God has come to us. And that word is supposed to change us. To be how we ought to be so that God can be all he wants to be to us. And that word is found in Matthew 25, 22 and verse 5, which the man of God, my brother, Pastor Me, brought to the house in furtherance of me, encouraging us to make a difference as children of God in this world. The difference between being a Christian and being a disciple. He brought us this parable of the Lord about the man who had a dinner and in verse 5 says after inviting people to come Bible says but they made light of it and went their ways not the way of God one to his farm and another to his business they made light of it when we hear the word of God we made light of it it cannot change us it's just talk it's just Sunday morning entertainment and activity the Amplified Classic of the same Matthew 22 verse 5 says, But they were not concerned about what they heard. And they paid no attention. They gave the Lord no real attention. Meanwhile, social media has your attention six hours in a day. They were not concerned about the instruction they have heard. They paid no attention to the direction of the Holy Spirit. And they ignored what was said and made light of the summons. When God speaks to you, it's not, it's not a suggestion. It is an instruction. It is a summoning from where you are to where you ought to be. How you ought to be. Change your ways and do the right thing so that I can bless you. Bible says they treated what they heard with contempt. Every time God speaks to us, and you square your shoulder, pick up your Bible, pick up your car keys, and you go and change nothing. It is contempt. Contempt is usually an attitude, not an action. And they went away. The word away means they went away from God. They went away from what they could have become, what they would have had. But that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. And I haven't heard that and haven't sung this hymn that the word of God must be changing you and I to be whom Christ died for. Christ just didn't die for us to get saved. He died also for us to become like him. When they see you, they should see Christ. 
When they want to feel the love of God, when they see you, they should feel it. We should be the light of the world. We should not be so self-absorbed about what, why, why do you want to prosper? To consume it upon your loss? No. Bible says you have an abundance for every good work. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you and I that we always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance unto every good work. To do what you want to do, to do what God wants to do and to do for people what is in your heart and you know best to do. That's why an abundance. Otherwise, it is just gorging yourself with excessive whatever it is that you have that makes no difference to anybody. But this morning, my driving scripture is taken from Acts chapter 3 verse 19. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Now, riding on the wings of the instruction how we ought to be disciples and the cost of discipleship, there is a benefit that God wants me to let you know that so that it, your life will not continue as may prosper. Your life will change to it must prosper. He will prosper, she will prosper. Can you say amen to that? It says, repent therefore and be converted. Jesus spoke to Peter and said, when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. He was already a disciple. You can be a disciple, but in some aspects you have not been converted. Repent therefore and be changed. That your sins may be blotted out so that so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Darling, can I tell you something? What you want cannot come from the world. If it comes from the world, it will go with the world. The times of refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord. Have you not heard? Have you not read it? The Bible says that um, um, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore when you hear the word of god says change your ways so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord it is a serious promise may we walk into it in the name of the lord jesus christ allow me to read the living bible of the same text acts 3 verse 19 it says now change your mind there are some of us who are too stubborn Stubbornness is like the sin of witchcraft. This is where I am. This is where I'd like it. This is where I will I'll do church. Nobody can talk to you. There are some people, Pastor me. they've said, I will not come for midweek service no matter what you say. Pastor Stephen, I heard you loud and clear. You say, stay online. God is still online with you. Come in person and God will show up in person in your life. Take anyone you want. Now change your mind. Christian. Now, disciple, be converted. Change your mind to a higher level. Change your mind and your attitude to God. I am your pastor. I will always love you. But trust me, I know everybody. When I smile, it is my duty to smile. It's not because I'm particularly impressed with your attitude. Trust me. My love covers a multitude of bad attitude. Now change your mind and attitude not to me, who am I? To God. And turn with all that you are to God. 
Don't turn up only on Sunday. Turn up every time God needs your attention. Don't turn up just because it is offering time. Let me bless God for some people that you didn't receive a letter from me about the rent. You only heard it and trust me, chairman, they sent their contribution. They were, they, people receive letters here. They haven't given the money. Some people did not receive letters. They just heard. And thank God for some of you. You're so committed to church that even though I didn't send you to tell other people, you're telling them, ah, pastor, they're struggling with this. So, just, you know, that is how to turn to God. Not until they beg you. Not until they grovel for you. Some of you want pastor to come to your house and knock on the door and, and grovel because you do something. No. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for God. And God will bless you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now change your mind. It's not that I may change my mind. I must change my mind. Change your attitude to God and turn wholeheartedly to God. Listen, you can't, you can't say you turn to God when you struggle with obeying what God said. Obedience has nothing to do with you feeling like obedience. Can I tell you something? Obedience is not known when I tell you to do what you like to do. When, if you obey me is when I tell you what you don't like to do and you still do it with a good attitude. Change your mind. About time. How long have we been saved for? Change your attitude. An attitude is something I can't touch, but it determines the smell in the room. Somebody with a bad attitude, the whole air becomes toxic. Somebody with a good attitude, you're not even wearing anybody's spray, but I like the smell around you. It's not about body spray. You can wear the right body spray, but I still don't want to move near you. Your attitude stinks. Now change your mind and attitude to God. We're talking about Jehovah God. Jehovah God, the rewarder. The Jehovah God, the remunerator of good attitude. The Jehovah God of generous compensation to those that will obey when it is easy and when it is not even easy. Instant in and out of season to the glory of God. That's what we're going to be in grace assembly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, do this so that he can cleanse away your sins. And send what? Wonderful times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. This morning I bring you the word of God. I entitled qualified for times of refreshing. My talking to you about the difference between being a Christian and a disciple is trying to get you qualified for the times of refreshing that is about to happen. Talking about discipleship, the cost of discipleship, quantity or quality, God don't do quantity. God is a God of class. Let, let me tell you, classy people don't do quantity. They don't go to where everybody goes. They go to select places. Quality. I'm trying to get you, child of God, and your loved ones, not to be disqualified by God's bad attitude, to be qualified for times of refreshing. Hear me go what I'm saying today. When I tell you what that means, you will change your attitude and you will be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you that you speak to us. What is in the 
heart of God. Ancient word that shows us the heart of God so that we can align and we may be blessed from the heart of God. Bible says of, of, of the friend of God, Abraham, he said, go and do something others will not do. And all the time, he knew he was not going to let him do it, just testing him. And Jehovah said, because you have done this thing, because you have done this thing in blessing I will bless you and then you will see the evidence of times of refreshing for generations as he entered into that level by our obedience to this world may we enter the, the same level and begin to enjoy not just personal but generational, generational times of refreshing in Jesus mighty name say an amen that I believe in now be seated as you make ready yourself to be qualified for times of refreshing let me look at the picture there it's the picture of coolness you know water is one of the best gifts God gave man your body is two-thirds water. If I take the body out, you cannot. Without water, nobody can live. And you're in the midst of the purest water, more than enough to drink, to swim in, to enjoy, and so on. Times of refreshing. How many of us feel the heat in the nation? There's an economic heat. How many of us feel heat? When you have conflict in your family, that's heat. Times of refreshing is cool. May this coolness, may the Lord bring it into our heart, into our homes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me, uh, multimedia, help me bring up um, Proverbs, I think is 25, 25. I think so. Proverbs 25, 25. It says, As cold water to a weary, tired soul, so is good news from a far country. The word weary is taken from the scenario of somebody that has walked in the desert for days. And you're not just thirsty, you're parched. You're almost dead. The environment that we find ourselves, that's why people are jackpying all over the place, it is so hostile. But as cold water, ooh, Talks about times of refreshing. To a weary, tired soul. Let me ask, how many of us are tired? You know, we're coping. Come on now. How many of us are tired? We, things can't continue like this. So is good news from a far country. Times of refreshing always come with good news. Nobody said anything here. I said your time of refreshing cannot come empty-handed. It's coming with good news. Uh, as you say amen the, 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 the good news that coming is coming is knocking on your door in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ my friend me I need cold water to bring good news into my finances oh you better talk your own the angels are you better talk your own I need some cold cool water to bring good news into my home into amongst my children I need good news to come to this church <laughs> You don't need a lot of good news for your life to change. The only good news Joseph needed was the king is calling for you. 
change of status forever and ever. He named his first son God has made me to forget my shame. His first son. One good news, God made him to forget all his shame. One call. His brothers did not recognize him. As cold water to a weary soul. Now I'm praying and I'm declaring over somebody's life. So will your good news come from near and far. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So will times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. You see, if times of refreshing comes from my friends, they may change their minds. They don't want to be my friend anymore. And they recall my time of refreshing. If it comes from Nigeria, government, government may change. But when it comes from the presence of the Lord, the Bible says he's constant, he's instant, he's unchanging, he's faithful. The blessing of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. The calling of God are without repentance. When you receive good news from the Lord, when you receive times of refreshing, you know what it is. When Abraham, when we say the blessings of Abraham, he went to Isaac, Jacob and down the line to Joseph. So shall it be for you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this morning, I'm going to be quick. I, I read to you, Acts 3 verse 19. I read it to you in the Living Bible. Now change your mind. Stop being a Christian. Become a disciple. Disciple, change your attitude. Do better. And turn to God so that he may send wonderful times of refreshing to you from the presence of the Lord and your household. So shall it be in Jesus' name. The word refreshing in the New Testament is a translation of the Greek word anapsixix. Anapsixix. Anapsixix is not just refreshing, it also means cooling, it also means chilled, rejuvenating, and enjoyable. That's anapsixix means beyond refreshing it means cooling can you bring that up please it means being chilled it means being rejuvenated and enjoyable one of the things christians hesitate to talk about is enjoyment the devil is a liar a lot of christians feel salvation is just for you to pay your bills and go to heaven no bible says Blessed be God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. The times of refreshing should take you from enduring to enjoying. Who am I prophesying to here? Lift up your hand to the Lord. Say, Lord, I dare here. Let it be so for me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 31 and verse 25, the New International Version of the Bible says, God says, I will refresh the weary, I will refresh the tired, I will refresh the frustrated, I will refresh the one that has been struggling, and I will satisfy the faint. The faint talks about somebody so beaten down, about to give up. If you're here this morning, you struggle to church, I am coming right for you. You will not remain in that valley. God is going to lift you up to the high places and refresh you and cause your life to be enjoyable in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whether anybody says amen or not, just say amen by yourself. God says to somebody, I will refresh you and I will satisfy you. The condition is Acts chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. The contemporary English Bible says, change your hearts and lives. Turn back to God 
so that your sins may be wiped away, then the Lord will provide a season of relief from the distress of this age. Now, who knows what I'm talking about? Distress of this age. Let me see your hand up. Do you know what the distress of this age is? It's all over. Everybody's feeling the heat. It says, then when you do that, the Lord will provide a season of relief from the distress of this age. I don't have the time to break down distress, but whatever is distressing you, God is about to provide a relief from it and change that experience in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The condition is this. Change your hearts, change your minds, change your attitude. So that what you used to toil and hustle for, that you're getting used to living like a rat in a rat race, that's not the portion of the child of God. I do not want my children to hustle and toil. And I'm just a man who is like me. That's why we send them to the schools we send them to. That's why we look for mentors for them. That's why we position them for the best opportunities. So that even some things I had to go through, I don't want my children to go through. How much more God, you cannot be saved so that you can toil and hustle. That is not our portion. That will not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says change your hearts, change your attitudes so that God will provide relief from the distress that is all over the place so that what you used to toil for and hustle for you will now receive by grace can i ask you what would be the point of me being the father to my children if they have to and i have an exalted position and hustle like people that don't have anybody like me th does that show that i'm true to my children no god cannot be my father and allow me to hustle like people who don't have God as their father. That's not God. If you used to believe that, change your mind. God does no evil to his children. Bible says if he gave us Jesus Christ, what more along with Jesus Christ that is good that he will not gladly give us? So that which you used to toil and hustle for, you will now achieve by grace. Can I hear an amen? Amen. And that what you should toil and hustle for, you will now receive by favor. You heard his testimony. Another supervisor came. Before he sent the assessment of the work, you said he told you that you sent an assessment of what you are doing. Before you sent it, he had graded you 93%. Please, I want to ask, is 93% a B? Is it a B plus? Is it an A? No, it's not an A. It's an A++. It's not just an A+, it's an A++. You haven't even written. Before you speak, I will hear you. Whilst you're speaking, I will have answered you. The mail was still going. The man had graded him. The next day, boom. Congratulations. Let me prophesy to somebody on that side. The voice of congratulations we heard in your household. I said, people that don't know you will begin to congratulate you. People will begin to wave at you at the traffic light and you say, but I don't know. You say, but I heard about you. So shall it be for you and your household. Blessed be God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of amen is that? Come on now. Say an amen, an amen, an amen, an amen, an amen. One amen 
for me, one amen for your children, one amen for Nigeria. Blessed be God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I don't know about other countries, they can hustle and toil, but we're going to receive the new Nigeria by the grace of God. That's why we're serving God. Ah, we cannot do this like other people. No. What they used to toil for and steal and hustle for, we're going to receive by favor. When the Bible says goodness and mercy shall follow you, another translation is, is a favor, favor and grace shall follow you. They mean the same thing. If you will change your mind. Help me look at your neighbor. Square in the eye. Look the person square in the eye. Change your mind. Tell the person it will pay you. Say so change your attitude. Even to me, change your attitude. It will pay you. Don't keep that attitude. Glory to God. Proverbs 15 Proverbs 13 verse 15, listen to this. The King James Version of the Bible says, listen, it says good understanding. The word good understanding may show to hear. You don't hear them. Have you heard ancient word? Good understanding of that ancient word does what? It giveth favor. Which means poor understanding does what? Removes favor. When you hold on to bad attitude, what you do is you excise yourself from the blessed land of the favored. It's a foolish decision. Pennywise, pound foolish. Good understanding gives favor, but the way of the transgressor, somebody help me say it. The way of the transgressor, the great transgressor is somebody who will not be warned who will not be corrected who will not be changed you know there's an attitude of justifying what you're doing who knows what i'm talking about it's an attitude when they want to correct you the first thing you do this is it this is that this is it this is that so the person i want to go and say is okay you're right may favor not forsake us in the name of the lord jesus christ good understanding is when you come to the house of god draw near to hear otherwise you give the sacrifice of fools pastor steve what you're saying is true you cannot serve god and god will not come through for you the right attitude is to hear and go in your groups and discuss what you heard in the word of god and correct one another encourage one another so that you're not promoted alone so that you're promoted as a group and that's why the house fellowship should start again. There's no COVID anymore. So man of God, we need to kick that off so that when we leave church in the morning, we gather together in the evening with a nice cold drink, with some ice cream. It is fellowship and we're talking about the word of God. The Bible says some people spoke about the word of God and God heard them and a book of remembrance was written concerning them and God says, I will bless those ones who do such a thing. The Amplified Classic of the same Proverbs 13 verse 15 says, Good understanding, help me now, wins favor. There's a difference between get favor. Get seemed like somebody wanted to give me. Win means you 
take it because you earned it. It magnets to you. There's no supposition. There's no may, may. There's no maybe. It is must. It will happen. It is definite. So shall it be favor for you or you or you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say amen now. Amen. When you come to church, you can say, say amen. amen. Good understanding. Somebody I'm prophesying, you will win favor. I said you will win favor. You will have favor. You must enjoy favor. Even though it is the month of May, you must have favor. It's not that you may have favor, you will have favor. Things will favor you. Even your enemies will favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Opportunity will favor you. Come on now. Good understanding wins favor, but the way of the transgressor is hard. And the Bible says, like the barren places. It's hard, like dry soil, that even with an axe, you can hardly penetrate it. It's like rock. Or the impassable swamp. It means no progress. The word impassable means no progress. Listen, if progress has been slow, change your mind. So that you can win favor. So that God will make a way, come on now, where there used to be no way. He says, I will make a way in the wilderness. I will redirect your life like the course of water. Good understanding. There's poor understanding and there's no understanding. That's the fool, no understanding. Poor understanding is somebody with a bad attitude. Good understanding is somebody that comes to God like an open book. God can write his law upon your heart. Let your heart not be hard. Change your heart. Change your mind and win favor. That's a good place to clap. The Bible in basic English. The Bible is basic English. Read this with me. So then, come on, let's go. I like the word so that. In the King James, it says so that times of refreshing may come. You cannot misunderstand those two words, so that. It means you can't get to this side without this side, no matter who you are. So then, after hearing your pastor, work so hard to bring you a word in season. Told you the times have changed. God is not interested in Christians. He's looking for disciples. Letting you know there's a cost of discipleship, but this is a reward. So then that you have heard me, after all that has been said and done, let your hearts be changed. Because life and death emanates from the heart. You can't go beyond the state of your heart. Let your hearts be changed and be turned to God. So that your sins may, I like that word, be completely taken away. And so that times of blessing, put your hand on your head. As you put your hand on your head, I see God laying his hand on your hand. And transmitting the anointing called blessing. That may come from the presence of the Lord. 
I want you to say, praise the Lord, I will change my heart. I will not have a bad attitude. I will not make excuses. I will not justify anymore. I'm going to make changes so that the Lord will grant me times of blessing. Come upon my life from the presence of God. Come upon my home. Come upon my business. Come upon my health. Come upon my children. Come upon my marriage. Times of blessings will come from the Lord. Come upon you. Come upon me. Come upon us. Not me come upon us. Will come upon us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said to you. Times of blessings. Always come with good news. There's nothing like time of blessing. That is not heralded by good news. The news I'm talking about. Is in the plural. Somebody lift up your hand to God. You will receive good news upon good news upon good news upon good news in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just because I'm not shouting doesn't mean you shouldn't shout your amen. Good news upon good news upon good news. One good news will not stop another one. Incremental good news all the way to the end of the year. Happy endings are providential happy outcomes upon happy outcomes upon happy outcomes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. The times of refreshing always come with good news. As cold water to the weary soul is good news from a far country. I want to close with Prophet Malachi writing in the book of Malachi chapter 3. That a book of remembrance was written when some people spoke about how God rewards people. Some people say, it's, there's nonsense to serve God. Nothing comes out of it. And other people say, no, we don't agree with you. But I'm saying as they spoke, the, the, a book of remembrance was written. Now, perhaps this time around, it is a list of those that qualify for times of refreshing that is being compiled. That was what happened then. It is not a book now, it's a list. Ah, may your name be on that list. May my name be on that. May our names be in that list. As Mar Mar Malachi informed humanity that a book of remembrance was written. Our name is already in that one. Now a list of those qualified for times of refreshing is being compiled. Let me read that text to you. Malachi 3, 16 to 18, the New King James Version. It is subtitled, A Book of Remembrance. Verse 16 says, Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. That's me and you. They shall be mine. Babe. He says, under any condition, good, hot, mm -mm, they shall be mine, says the Lord. On that day that I will make them my jewels and I will spare them as a man spares his son. Who does what? who serves him not talk about him alone who serves him verse 13 says then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves god and one who does not serve him then it was a book of remembrance that was written now perhaps this man of god is one of you maybe now it's a list of those qualified for times of refreshing that is being compiled may your name May my name, may our names be listed in this compilation 
of those qualified for times of refreshing that will come with good news upon good news upon good news. In Jesus' name we pray. If you've been blessed this morning, put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord that we are being lined up to be qualified for times of refreshing. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Hallelujah.